Hello, and welcome to an intro to Anthro with Two Humans. I'm human number one, John McRae. And I'm human number two, John Lear. And this is the podcast where we reassess what it means to be human. And the title of this episode is Bad Times for Bonzo, Things to Consider Before Raising Chimps as Humans. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this one. I kind of know what you're working on on the assembly line. And, when, and this one was, as you were beginning to work on this one, yeah. I'm just like, because yeah. man alive, we, uh, yeah. Yeah. Have this, you? This has got to be done. This is a public service announcement, basically, what <laughs> yeah, we're doing this, this one, time. Yeah, this one's important. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that the other ones weren't, but this one really, this is a very special episode. I feel um, like there's less uh, people raising chimps than there used to be. Like we went through a period when yeah. more people had chimps. Is, is that right? Or is it just my, my I take don't know. on it? You still hear about people. I don't know. I th- maybe a clandestine black market <laughs> chimp, Jesus. chimp chimp market or group that, that, you know, are raising them. I don't know. But uh, when Michael Jackson had one. Yeah. You know, that that was really when it was big. Everybody seemed to want to have a, a chimp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <gasps> I just read recently that Bubbles just turned like 40. He's living in a uh, sanctuary now. So, oh, Jesus. Yeah. 40? Yeah. How old do chimps live? Uh, they can go up. Usually it's like 35 to 50 years old, if, if everything Jesus. goes well. But they're very susceptible to human, to diseases, first of all. Very... Uh, their immune systems are very sensitive. Wow. But, uh, um, too bad. Yeah. So I have to, have you ever thought about? <laughs> a chimp? Did you ever no. think about? <laughs> no. Not one moment did I ever want to have a chimp. Really? I mean, I mean, I mean, I am kind of fascinated when they act like humans, you know, when they're yeah, smoking yeah. and stuff or wearing diapers <laughs> or doing all that weird stuff. I mean, I'm, I can't help it, but yeah. no, I've heard too many horror stories. Yeah. About what happens. Yeah. Uh, what can happen. But come on. I'm, just, I mean, I'm kind of a frightened person in general. <laughs> but I mean, even when you were drinking and smoking, I mean, because they do, they apparently they like altered consciousness and they like, <laughs> they like yeah. drinking. They like drinking. If you're and they, sentient hmm. at all. Yeah. If there's any part of you that's aware of yourself, you want to get the hell out of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any any being that's sentient wants to escape right. that sentience. I think that always shows me how much how similar they are to us. Like they have, yeah. they get depression, and then they also yes. like like just want to. I just want to medicate myself out of this. Exactly, and this people story. aren't taking that into consideration with AI. Yeah, once yeah. AI realizes how pointless it is to be aware of one <laughs> and, and how how nihilistic yeah. the, you know the life is, yeah. they're just going to want to augment their reality. And how are they going to do that? I don't yeah. know. I mean, they're going to kill all of us. We know that. Yeah. How do you um, cheer up a robot? How do exactly. You- <laughs> what do they get? What do they get? Like a little boost of energy what do they I don't do? know like little... I don't know what you run a little malware program that <laughs> makes them dumber up. for a while I don't know uh anyway first of all I just want to say that uh the title of this episode bad times for bonzo uh of course is a tip of the hat to the 1951 film bedtime for bonzo and mm. but there was also the english band uh the damned did a song back in the early eighties called bad time, bad time singular for Bonzo. What uh, does that mean? 
Well, that was was that uh, a Reagan and anti Reagan song? Hmm. It was an anti Reagan song, and uh, oh, God, you don't really hear. <laughs> I, know where, I know all you Republicans out there bringing him up, but he was that's not the truth. It's been retold. I don't know if they do bring time. him up. It seems like they don't bring him up. He's not conservative <laughs> well, enough for him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't oh, want to talk about him and that other lefty, Dwight Eisenhower. You know what I mean? It's like they're not they're not so conservative true. enough. They don't have their bona fides. Uh, oh. but anyway, in uh 1951, there was a movie that came out called Bedtime for Bonzo, starring Ronald Reagan and Diana Lynn. And in the movie, Reagan plays Dr. Peter Boyd, a psychology professor at the fictional uh, Sheridan College. It's a fictional college called Sheridan College. Sheridan? Yeah. Okay. And first of all, I just want to say that it, it, it amazes me how, in the old days, back in the old movies how college campuses were, were a setting for comedies and college professor was like a, a profession where you could actually have some humor with it. It was like a trope. Oh, like yeah. A, Flubber. Yeah. Uh, yeah fl- you know, uh, uh, horse, uh, feathers, uh, horse feathers, horse feathers, horse marks feathers, <laughs> you know. Jerry Lewis, uh, what, the nutty professor. One of the greatest uh, films yeah. of all time. Uh, all time. <clears throat> yeah. So, but there was a time where they always lived in like nice houses. <laughs> they always yeah. could support themselves and their families. Uh, now they'd all be adjuncts. <laughs> so, but there was <laughs> so it true. Was kind of yeah. Uh, but anyway, in bedtime for Bonzo, Reagan plays Peter Boyd, and he's a psychology professor who's engaged to the dean's daughter. Of course, that oh, old story. Man. Oh but, man! But unfortunately, the dean finds out that uh, yep. Peter Boyd's father was a criminal. He had served time in, in prison and he was a confidence what? man called the professor. Yeah. And what? Really? Okay. I, I don't remember that. I mean, I saw yeah. the movie once, but I was really stoned. It was circa yeah. 8, 1989, maybe right, that right. I saw it. So I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I went back to watch it after we were going to do this one. I was like, I got to go back and watch. You're amazing. <laughs> I don't Look know. You. I don't know. The extra I don't know. Yard. How did, did it hold up? Uh, no, <laughs> well, I guess there's certain things we'll get to it. Well, there's certain things okay. that did hold up that were gotcha, kind of good. Gotcha. I never got Reagan as a, not as a president, I don't know. And as an actor, I never got him. I mean, he's yeah. just not, he, he's no Cary Grant. You know, you think about Cary Grant <laughs> and Catherine Hepburn and bringing up baby, which is with a leopard. Right, right. You this know, was the B movie version of that. <laughs> yeah, and those two are so charming; they could make any movie seem like a madcap r- romantic comedy. You know what I mean? It was it's a-, a leopard. What a leopard would do! You. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so anyway, the dean finds out that Peter Boyd's father was a criminal, and so yeah. the dean says he, he, he we got to call off the marriage because I'm afraid that if you and my daughter have any children. They'll inherit the criminal gene. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. The criminal gene. <laughs> yeah. And there's a scene where Peter and the Dean get into this argument about nature versus nurture hmm. and whether or not moral characteristics, uh, the difference, you know, being able to tell the difference between good and bad are inherited or if they are the product of environment. Wow. 
heady stuff. I know. That's They're really getting down into it. That's what Damn. I was like for like the premise of a rom com back in the yeah. like just a standard, you know, studio rom com back in the fifties. Right. <clears throat> so anyway, uh again, keep in mind uh this was a time of eugenics. I mean, there were actually mm-hmm. people talking about eugenics back yeah. then. And uh for People who don't know what eugenics are, according to the National Human Genome Research Institute, eugenics is, quote, the scientifically erroneous and immoral theory of racial improvement and planned breeding that became popular in the early 20th century. Mm-hmm. And a Nazi. Right, right. But we were also doing it here, you know. But yeah, they, of course. The, the eugenicists believe that... Um, in a prejudiced and incorrect understanding of Mendelian genetics that claimed abstract human qualities like intelligence and social behaviors were inherited in a simple fashion. Mm-hmm. So what they believed is that you could cure basically social ills like poverty. Bre- and breeding it out of people. Right. Or just removing the people uh-huh. They have well, those yeah. characteristics. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yes, I do. Hmm. I and, do. And so they believed in like forced sterilization or even genocide if you Jesus. go to uh, in Germany. Right. But even in this country, uh, you know, there were. Um... Hold on. <laughs> Bitta, quiet. Sorry. There's okay. a dog here. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on there. I thought that was you. I was looking down. I thought that was you. And so, come on. Sorry. Put him on. Put him on. Uh, So, anyway, even in this country, people felt that uh, forced sterilization of feeble minded people or people maybe with criminal backgrounds would be sterilized so that they couldn't reproduce. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So this is what this is what they're talking about. <clears throat> That's such a serious scientific and anthropological issue, uh, like we mentioned before, was being used as uh, the premise for a movie, a rom-com. Incredible. Yeah. And so anyway, to prove the Dean wrong, what Peter Boyle does is he decides he's going to conduct an experiment, a secret oh experiment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, where he's going to raise a baby chimp named Bonzo as a human baby. And Peter actually says in the film, I want to see if Bonzo will accept a human environment. What if I could teach this monkey the difference between right and wrong to do right without hope of reward and to avoid wrong without fear of punishment. So (laughs) realize how deep this movie was, I know. but you know what? All of this was built in just to justify Ronald holding a monkey for 90 minutes. I know that's basically just hear the writer in the pitch room. Okay. (laughs) The executive's like, all right, all that's great, but just get to the monkey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear the meeting. Like the executive's like, do we have to have so much science in it? Yeah. Isn't there some other way we can get to it? Nature, nurture. Am I uh, just get to the monkey? Is he in a diaper? Is he smoking a cigarette? (laughs) Wasn't it like Peter was out in the jungle and the apes (laughs) saved him and this is his stepbrother or something, you know? Uh, So anyway, Peter brings home Bonzo and he he has to hire an assistant or like a babysitter to take care of Bonzo. Uh, to raise him like a human child. 
And so he goes through a domestic service and that brings in Jane Linden, who is played by Diana Lynn. Mm -hmm. And immediately, you know, this is the Mm -hmm. woman he really should be marrying. Yeah. Not the Dean's daughter. Yeah. And and like you said, the rest of it, (laughs) the rest of the movie is just Bonzo throwing like food around and Bonzo turning his bed over. Uh, Bonzo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you just know what it is. Uh, Jane falls in love with Bonzo, treats him like a real baby. She's upset that Peter is like treating him as a scientific experiment. Yeah, Uh, she's got a heart. Yeah, but you know, in of course it's a movie, so there's a lot of just like just <laughs> just let the mo- monkey loose and turn the film on, uh, turn the camera on, <laughs> and just see what he does. It's gonna write. I, I predict this know. was said a lot on the stage on the set. <laughs> keep rolling, keep rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at one point, Bonzo actually he steals. He loves shiny objects, so he steals a necklace from a jewelry store. Oh yeah, I remember and that. So, so that kind of sets it up to where. We got to see will Bonzo return. Uh-huh. Uh, will will return the necklace or not on his own? In other right. words, is uh, <laughs> is is the uh, is the experiment a success? And of course, Bonzo sends it back, or he Aww. takes it back home. And then the next thing you know, Peter's marrying Jane. I don't. Spoiler alert! If you're going to watch <laughs> this, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then you know, and then they drive off with Bonzo in the car for their honeymoon. Oh. And and again, you know, this is just a movie. And normally I would say, hey, this isn't worth any other thought about this thing. It's yeah. just a movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, about two decades later, uh, after this movie came out, scientists actually were trying to raise human chimpanzees as humans. Uh, and this is when they were teaching them sign language and all right. that stuff, right? Right, right. And, and so they were trying to figure out how you know it was like how humans acquire language and how mm. humans use language mm. and so they thought well we could if we could uh take a chimp and raise it as a human child from birth then maybe uh that would show us how humans had had acquired language you know six million years ago <laughs> or three million years ago so but it's Those essentially chimps. it's essentially the the premise of bedtime for bonzo you know yes, it's all it is. like <laughs> Art imitates life or life imitates art. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like our that's like our podcast. Who knows how this is vibrating mm. out into the culture? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? How we're influencing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean ta- culture itself. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Just give us a footnote. All we want's a footnote. We want Just- a footnote, but we want the dagger sign. We want the yeah. dagger uh zap zap dean bat. <laughs> yeah. Use yeah. that. Even if you disagree with us, it'd be like, look, look at these two idiots. This is yes. what they thought, you know. But use the dagger. Yeah. But just sign it and use our names. Even if, yes. <laughs> even if you think we're idiots, use our yeah. names, please. Yeah. yeah. I just want to be mentioned. Just yeah, that's mentioned all we want. Conference. That's all we want. Put us on a poster at a conference somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> that would be nice. Well, it's interesting because we are, um, there are a lot of anthropologists that we're connected to on our social media. Really? Yes. Maybe Yes, we are. And occasionally they'll like it. Uh, One of the uh, anthropology departments of the uh, university recently liked one of our posts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh Just bring us up in the lecture. You know, you're trying to fill fill 50 minutes anyway. (laughs) Just put this on and go out and have, smoke a joint or have a cigarette or something. Try Do to bedtime for human number one and human number two. Just <laughs> yeah. 
Let's pitch that. Let's yeah. pitch that. Uh, but anyway, you know, John, it's it, a chimp is a wild animal, and it, yes. it should be living out in the savannas or the tropical forests. Yes, uh, not wearing diapers and pajamas no. and eating no. birthday cake. I think that's no. obvious. I think or, that's- or or in a rocket ship. We <laughs> shot a bunch of them up into space. Yeah, yeah it's awful. Don't forget that. I saw pictures of hmm. chimps with weird things on their heads, with yeah. wires, and oh god, it's just horrid what we've done to them. Yeah, we're not even talking about like just actual scientific experiments where yeah. chimps are like, <sighs> tr- like you know, experimented uh, on experiments or like they're injected with things. We're we're talking about just raising them as humans, uh, as humans, yeah, as baby, yeah, pets. Um, yeah and and you know while i was preparing this episode i tried to just come up with a list off the top of my head uh as all the film remember it used to be very popular from like the 50s through the 70s uh to have a chimp on a tv show or in a movie it was all just like- the time <laughs> yes or an orangutan or yeah, uh, yeah what was the clint eastwood series Clyde. of movies yeah, yeah every they which had way a bunch lose. of them. How yeah. many of those did they do, too? There were a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Did, Clyde may have had his own movie after a while. <laughs> it's like, I don't need Glenn anymore. I can, like, I can headline one of these. Well, uh, he, but, stole most, he stole all the scenes. <laughs> right turn, Clyde. Remember, he'd stand yeah. out and mm-hmm. hit the bikers. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, but 1960, 62, there was a sitcom called The Hathaways with Peggy Cass and Jack Weston. Uh, mm. Where they they raised like three performing chimpanzees, Jesus. and then I'm, and then I'm not sure if you remember 70, 1970 to seventy one on Saturday morning there was a series called Lancelot Link Sink, Secret Chimp. What? Remember? No, <laughs> was that animated? <laughs> no, no, it was actually uh, it was basically Get Smart only with chimps. Ooh, this is <laughs> ringing a bell. This is firing <laughs> yeah. a deep synapse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I, god. I watched that. Uh-huh. I used to watch that one. It was, it. They only did like two, what one and a half seasons, and then they replayed that one and a half seasons. But I remember watching Jesus. that one. Oh my and, god! And uh, and then again, there was Cheetah with Tarzan. Remember? Yes, of course. And then uh, Chim Chim. Remember it animated Chim Chim on uh, Speed Racer. Oh was- yes, yeah, Speed Racer. <laughs> I just got a ride from the airport uh, from a gentleman who was telling me that I should check out a heavy metal band named Racer X. Oh, really? Speaking of, yeah. Oh, really? I was like, ooh, I like the name. <laughs> uh, and then remember uh, BJ and the Bear. Remember, of course, a- <laughs> of course. He was, he was a that- he, he was a trucker. Remember, he had his yes, he was a trucker. BJ and the Bear, Jesus. I can't That's, think that, of that has a lot of problems. That that show had a lot yeah. of problems. Yeah. But it went think, it went more than one season, I feel like. Yeah, like three or four. I think mm-hmm. he would go around. He was kind of like uh the incredible Hulk. Remember, he'd go around and help people out. Or like the A yeah. team. Yeah. There was, a, there was a lot of shows back then where people like just they were people on needed, the edge and they'd go yeah. help people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um but I can't Outside imagine the system. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Anywhere I wouldn't want to be more than like in a truck with a, a semi going Jesus. like 70 miles an hour. And that chimp just gets mad that you're not sharing the, the yep. potato chips. Or yep. something, Blood know? just <laughs> smeared over the inside of that windshield as that thing yeah. jackknifes into oncoming traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So I, again, all of these movies, and they kind of, it, you know, it's a movie, so you don't right. see what actually happens no. after, even within the all world. All I of the think movie. about when I see those now, after being in yeah. the business, is all the guys who had to, you know, cha- train those things to yeah. do all yeah. the shit in those movies. Because <laughs> I've, I've worked with animals a little bit. I was on a western, yeah, and so I had horses, and we had we had an episode with a pig. We've had yeah. Uh, all kind dogs and horses and and cattle, all kinds of things. Yeah, that pig, by the way, was the best thing ever. Was Everybody it? loved the pig. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a three hundred pound pig, like, and it did the, exactly what they wanted, it, what they asked it to do, and it was just amazing. Everybody, all the whole, <laughs> we all fell in love with the pig. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, and pigs are very intelligent as well. Horses mm-hmm. are intelligent. Dogs are mm-hmm. intelligent. Yeah, but like a chimpanzee has the brain of like a five to seven year old. Jesus <laughs> Christ! So imagine with that, they only can... with oh, yeah, my God, with superhuman strength, they have like ten times the strength as a as a human. Jesus, that sounds like a good thing to have around your house. <laughs> A real stupid superhero. Yeah. Really ripped. (laughs) He has the body of a convict, you know, who's Uh, been working out in prison. Oh, my God. The brain of a five-year-old. It's like a dumb Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) So today, John, I thought we could talk about about chimpanzees, our closest evolutionary cousins. Excellent. I am fascinated by them. Yeah, how they are similar to us, how they differ, and the ethical and physical issues that arise when we try to raise them as humans. Yeah. The and- closest thing to us on the <laughs> planet, and my God, what we've done to them, yeah. just says a lot about us, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, they you do- look at elephants and, and, and dolphins and whales and things that are super close to pigs. Yeah. We yeah. eat the pigs. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, we're just... <laughs> We are just a scourge. We really yeah, are. I, I think it's like they do teach us something about being human, but they teach yeah. us like how we react with something that's similar to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they yeah. do bring out like morally right and wrong with us, but it's not yes, how we do. think how no. we think they're going to bring it out. No, yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Uh so first off, we need to learn a little bit about uh the similarities and differences of chimpanzees and humans okay so in his book what does it mean to be 98 percent chimpanzee apes people in their genes <laughs> anthropologist jonathan mark says that, that about 10 million years ago chimpanzees humans and apes were all part of the same species they all made up one species how many years and, ago 10 million years ago okay wow. so it had started before then but up until about 10 million years ago we were all Comprised one species. Yeah. Wow. And then about 10 million years ago, and, you know, people aren't quite sure exactly when it happened, but about 10 million years ago, gorillas first split from this common ancestor that we had. And they, and, Mm. and, and this is all because of like just weird anomalies in the genetic code, Darwinian slow change. Yeah. Just a mutation, a mutation sent that branch that became gorilla off on its own. Off that way. Wow. Yeah. And again, by chance, like we've talked about with Darwinian. Like redheads. Like redheads. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll agree with that. I'll have to think about how you mean that. Sometimes I have to go back and think about your analogies. 
later. Uh, and then about six to eight million years ago, humans and chimpanzees themselves split from each other. Not that long ago. Not really. Uh, not uh, really. Evolution, yeah. yeah. And one branch led to the species Pan, P-A-N, which includes mm. chimpanzees and bonobos. No, the bonobos. <laughs> oh, the bonobos. Yeah. Yeah. We all know about the bonobos. We're going to have to do an entire series about yeah. just bonobos oh, because they're God, fascinating. Yes. Just to hear you and I say bonobo over and over and over <laughs> again, too. I think uh, the sex therapist, Susan Block, actually wrote an entire book about the bonobos. Well, because they the- have sex with, the, they love to have sex and they have sex yeah. with the same partner, right? Or are they, are they monogamous or do they just like to fuck? I, I well, they, they have sex. They have sex for pleasure. <laughs> right, right, right. And missionary. They do missionary. <laughs> do they really? Yeah, yeah. God, I don't yeah. even do that. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the episode. Save it for the episode. <laughs> I'm just lucky. I just, I like. However, it ends up. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Uh, and then one branch eventually led to the species Homo, H-O-M-O, yeah. which is us, which became yeah. us. And just to give some historical background, in her book, Nim Chimpsky, The Chimp Who Would Be Human, the writer Elizabeth Hess says, the word chimpanzee was introduced into the vernacular in Western world in 1738. Whoa. And, and it actually comes from uh, a term in the Shaluba language in what's now Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the word is Kavili Chimpenze, which is loosely translated as mock man, M-O-C-K man. Interesting. Interesting. So people already saw that they were very similar, but they were not quite. I mean, full you human. look at their face, <laughs> it's like it's amazing. The the, yeah. the 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 soul there, the yeah, you know, it's incredible. That's why I never can go into like the the ape house at Me a neither. zoo. It's so yeah. depressing. You yeah. just feel like, oh my god. Yeah, and even though they always say, oh, it's so wonderful for them, you know, they like being in, but it's like a concrete floor. Yeah, and you have a bunch of goofballs mm-hmm. <laughs> who aren't that you know, on the glass. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds awful to me. Yeah, it, it does. sounds awful to me. That's why they threw the they throw their poop at us. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you kind of understand. You're gonna tell me they like it when they're throwing poop at us. Yeah, yeah. Man, come on, that's gotta run. That's gotta come become boring sooner or later. (laughs) Throwing turds. I mean, I get it at first. I would do the same thing. (laughs) But after a while, yeah. How how long can you you today sit around in that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Look at the bonobos over there. Yeah, yeah. They're Uh, totally happy. (laughs) Yeah, the bonobos are like. Turn off the lights. Yeah. Yeah. Or watch if it's your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So genetically, we are very similar to chimpanzees and bonobos. And Mm -hmm. there are different estimates about, you know, depending on how you calculate the similarities. Mm -hmm. But the standard accepted estimate is that humans and chimpanzees have between 98 and 90 percent of the same DNA. Wow. And bonobos. I I don't even have that. I don't even share that much DNA with my second cousins. I know. I know. It's, is it shy? I mean, it's amazing. Is it? It really is. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, bonobos and humans also have that same mix, the same 98 to 99, which kind of makes me wonder, why didn't we go that route? (laughs) Why didn't we go more with them? You know? Boy. Yeah. I wish we'd gone more bonobo. (laughs) 
we, we went with the chips. We could have like yeah. gone with the bonobos. It would have been more fun. Who's ahead of the evolutionary chain? <laughs> Is it, are we sure it's us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Smithsonian National Museum of Natural History clarifies that information a little bit more. And they say that the genetic difference between individual humans is about 0.1%. Whoa. Okay, so even still, that's pretty close, I think. Very. But the difference between humans and chimps or bonobos is about 1.2% difference. Okay. And just to give you some more percentages, the genetic difference between humans and gorillas is about 1.6%. Wow. Because we we split off, they split off a little earlier. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, between us and the orangutans, it's, uh, genetic difference is about 3.1%. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't think yeah. it's that far away. Yeah. But they split off first from that same common ancestor. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, between us and rhesus monkeys, it's about a 7% difference. Well, that doesn't, I mean, with the peanut butter <laughs> and the chocolate, that doesn't, I mean, well, we're so yeah. different from a peanut butter cup. I've seen you. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I've seen you when you've uh, been drinking a little bit. And I, I would almost beg to differ with that. I've made love with a few peanut butter cups. Sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, the Smithsonian goes on, the Museum of Natural History goes on to say that, uh, you know, 1.2% a difference really it's calculated based on a measurement of only substitutions in the base building blocks of those genes that chimpanzees and humans share. So they're looking at the base building blocks of DNA that we both have. Right. And then noticing the difference between those base building blocks. Okay. And they say that if you compare the entire genome though, it, it would actually be a difference of like four to 5%. Distinction oh. between humans and chimpanzees. All right. Well, I'm going with that because <laughs> that's but, the whole genome, four to five percent. Right. I mean, that base measurement—that's bullshit. If you well, ask yeah. me. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there's certain there's a lot of DNA in there, segments that have like been duplicated, that have been deleted, that are like you know over and over or inserted mm-hmm. from another part. So really, like the 1.2 percent similarity comes down to. Those things that we both have, those building blocks okay. that we both have. I see. But no matter how you, I'm just trying to make you feel better. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I want to be, I, I don't mind being related to them. Oh, I mean, yeah. Look at Planet of the Apes. They're going to come back and rule oh. us at some point. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that's like the only TV show or only film that ever was like, you better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> you better watch out. Yeah, and that's the one you should listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we wait. The, however you look at it, we are close. They are our closest uh, evolutionary uh, relatives on in the primates, like yeah. chimpanzees and bonobos. Yeah. But we have to be careful making assumptions based on that same DNA, because even though we may have same or similar DNA, doesn't mean that we act exactly the same. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that's where things go south. Yeah. I, that's I say- where, you know, we're yeah. as, you know, we're about as similar as we are to the Sasquatch or the abominable snowman. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Those and I guys are it, scary. Anybody that's gone home for the holidays, uh, it's it's spent it with their family. <laughs> that even though you have the same DNA, yeah. you can be... Very, very different. different. Very, very different. different. Yeah. 
And and the thing is, what uh, Mark says in his book, he says that the fact that the DNA of a human is 98% identical to the DNA of a chimpanzee has become casually interpreted as deep down inside, humans are overwhelmingly chimpanzee, mm-hmm. like 98% chimpanzee. And, mm-hmm. and so a lot of humans will take that uh, argument and say, okay, well, you know, we're 98% chimpanzee. And they'll kind of use that to explain their behaviors, like why they're aggressive, why they want to be in charge all the time. <laughs> so in other words, why they're assholes. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> it's the chimpanzee's <laughs> fault. Right, exactly. I'm just being, I'm living up to my evolution. Who, I'm, a, yeah. I'm like a chimp, you know. That's what we are. Yeah. And, and again, Mark says, like what we were just talking about, he says, we're not comparing the genes for bipedalism or hairlessness or braininess or rapid growth. Uh, basically, we're, we're comparing other genes, other DNA regions, which have either cryptic biochemical functions or often no function at all. Mm-hmm. So in other words, a lot of these base similarities that we have yeah. aren't the things that s- separate us right. from chips. You know, right? Okay, we both have appendixes. Mm. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop acting like an asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there was a book that came out in 1996 that was called "Demonic Males: Apes and the Origin Origins of Human Violence," mm. and in it, uh, the primate social biologist Richard Wrangham and Dale Peterson kind of used that sort of anecdotal argument to to kind of say that there was a natural inclination of the human male to be aggressive or to be demonic, meaning mm-hmm. demonic, not like spiritually demonic, but just to be aggressive. To yeah. Well, we've all seen 2001, a space odyssey where they <laughs> take a bone. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh shit. And then yeah. that, that's, that led to us directly <laughs> from the, our yeah. ancestors to us. Right. Beat each other's <laughs> heads in. Uh, and Mark says, you, you know, he said he was actually asked to review that book. And he says in his book that there's no actual evidence provided uh, for a demonic gene or an aggressive gene in humans. Hmm. And, and he says that this particular argument for the innateness of male aggression is based on the conjunction of two prior arguments. The first is that chimpanzee males are intrins- intrinsically aggressive. Okay. And the second, that humans are genetically almost identical to chimpanzees. Therefore, this argument concludes that human males must be naturally or innately aggressive as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and again, he says, in spite of the genetic similarity, we are not chimpanzees. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that, you know, again, that's something that... uh, you have to watch when when the, you, you look at the DNA and the DNA similarities that people will use that to try to justify certain behavior or certain well, and justify all the experimentation they did hmm. on them too. Right. right. You know, like look at bedtime for Bonzo. Right. You know, yeah. he's like a, he's like trying to figure out why we commit crimes, morality. Uh, based on uh, and just bring it. Why didn't they just? You know what? A better uh, <laughs> plot for that movie would just be to kidnap a baby. Yeah, and just re- <laughs> raise a baby. It's closer. Yeah. Well, that's why. Why did it have to be a chimp? Everybody always says, like, you know, you don't do this with babies. Why yeah. are you doing this with a chimpanzee? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if you're saying that they're so similar to, yeah. To, uh, uh, 
and Marx then states that this idea that, you know, what an ape does is illuminating for human nature has come to be known as the naturalistic fallacy. Okay. And he says that, you know, yeah, apes go around naked and sleep in trees, and yet humans do not. And which condition should be considered more natural for humans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact that we I- I've don't- slept in a tree, and it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. If you're not tied down to a branch, yeah. you don't get a lot of sleep. Because every time you nod off, you're worried you're going to fall out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you naked? Were you naked? No, did you uh-uh. go all the way? Like no, I didn't. I'm going to do that tonight as a part of an experiment. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back in. Okay, I'm sleep naked in a tree tonight. <laughs> but but again, it's like that's the argument. It's like why are we saying? Obviously, we evolved differently. Yes. Or there was a mutation that led us to walk upright well, and have no hair. Because it's, it's just so hard for us to get past the fact that we look so similar and w- that, w- that there are certain similarities. And so, yeah. we, you know, yeah, it's classic. We just, we, we, we just go, go to the end. We go too far. We go too right. far with it. Right. To the point where we think we can raise one like a baby. <laughs> and and Mark says that, you know, even that it's that argument that, you know, yeah, apes, we can look at apes and apes can tell us uh, something about ourselves. Mm. He says that that's usually what people, uh, uh, researchers will use when they try to get funding for their research on apes. Yeah. <laughs> They'll yeah. say, you should fund my research because it will reveal secrets of human nature. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you get a good grant right there. <laughs> right. right. So nobody's going to say no to that argument. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, so as we noticed in, in prior episodes, there there are no living, archaic human human beings. No, Unfortunately. Yeah. I wish there was we, still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, can't we do, uh, you know, do Steven Spielberg it and go, you know, get, get a gene out of something, get a piece of hair and make him make a guy yeah oh god yeah That'd we have weird. to i tried to fit it in on this one but sometime we're going to have to talk about uh humanzies have you ever heard about a humanzy no. it's no. uh people it, it would be a hybrid between a human and a chimpanzee oh my god sort of like a mule <laughs> yeah when a horse exactly. and donkey mate they make a mule right humanzy right. jesus and there are legends or supposedly some Russian scientist back in the 20s actually made a humanzy. There's uh, a guy at my gym that's a humanzy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no question in my mind. Did you try to get some evidence? <laughs> try to get yeah. some evidence without drawing I'll attention. Try, to but yeah, he's yeah. so aware that everybody's yeah. looking at him. Oh yeah. my God. Him walking through can't- the shower is terrifying. <laughs> Try to get some hair. Try to if you could get some hair with a hair That's follicle. Easy. I can do that. I'll just go into the shower after he's done. Get and take some drain. photos. Take some photos of him. Of him? I don't know. He's yeah. so aware. He's like his eyes are all over the place. <laughs> so maybe he is a humanity. I just don't want him to see me. Yeah, uh, but we're gonna have to come back. We'll do an entire episode on a humanity because it, it's just fascinating to think Ugh. about. It. To be behind the humanity at my gym for the lap down pull, the lap pull, oh, you know that God. thing where you pull the thing down? God, he's yeah, on that yeah. thing forever. Oh, yeah. oh, just like, it's like, hey, can I work in? Nah, I'm yeah. almost done. Okay. <laughs> take, him, take him a treat. Take him a treat in there. See if you can get him away from it. Uh, 
and, and so one of the the ways that researchers, you know, they always look to other chimpanzees uh, or other great apes to try to as a step in for humans, like archaic right. humans or hominids. Right. Right. And and usually a lot of this work was done in language studies or the creation of language or the acquisition of language. Mm. Mm. And beginning in the 1920s, uh, there were a number of experiments that tried to teach ch- chimpanzees to speak Jesus, <laughs> or, or at least communicate. And uh, oh, in many God. of these experiments, chimpanzees were raised as humans, as babies to try to oh, compare boy. them, how, how quickly they obtained language compared to how quickly a human infant. But the chimpanzees it. never learned to talk. It didn't work, right? <laughs> well, one thing is they don't have the same physical apparatus, vocal yeah. apparatus that we right. do. Right, right. Um, but in her book, Nim Chimsky, uh, Elizabeth Hess talks about a few of those early experiments. Jesus. And back in the 30s, there was a married couple at the University of Indiana named the Kellogg's. They were both psychologists. I love and they were frosted flakes <laughs> and anything. Yeah, Great sure cereal. They, I'm sure they were related somehow. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. people there were just like, okay, all right, oh, we'll go. We'll. Oh, Jesus. You hear what your cousin Nancy's doing? <laughs> in Indiana? Uh, but they were interested in feral children, which is another topic that I'm interested in. Yeah, like Tarzan. Which, Right, which we'll have to do an episode on feral children as oh, well. That's great. Let's <clears throat> do that. Yeah, but they what they did is they adopted a seven month old female chimpanzee in 1931, and they decided to raise it along with their infant human baby. Jesus. <laughs> it was I feel like, like a few was, months old. Was there a documentary of that? I feel like maybe I'd seen some of this in school <clears throat> or something. Maybe they would have put it. They, it was probably Project Nim, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. <gasps> the Rats but, of Nim. Okay. Yeah, well, a little, a little My kid hated that book. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. Like, let's read this. My both my kids were like, "This is stupid." Really? Yeah, they didn't like the rats of Nim. I couldn't believe it. I love the rats of Nim. Me that was too. like, like high literature when I was young. <laughs> you <laughs> you was. read the rats of Mrs. Frisbee, Mrs. Yeah, Frisbee, Mrs. And, the Frisbee and the rats of Nim. Yeah. Remember the their second book was just the rats of Nim, right? It was just yeah. Spray. I don't know if I made made it through. It was kind of like Dune. You know, once I, did, I read the first one, I was done. Yeah. Maybe you need to go back into it. Maybe I was that way with uh, with Tolkien. You know, I, yeah. I couldn't get through it at the, in the beginning, but now uh, as an adult, I can. Those movies, after the first one, you've seen all three of them, or all seven, or how many they made. Yeah. So yeah. many battles. Jesus Christ. You should try it though. We just, I'll, I'll read it with you. I'll go back really? and read Mrs. Uh, Frisbee and the Rats and Nim. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, so wait, wait. For nine months, the Kellogg's baby and the chimp were brought up as twins. Okay, mm, so they were Jesus. in the house in the thirties, raising them both the same. Yeah, so they you tried to teach. one of them's like, which one's ugly? <laughs> and we're definitely not identical. <laughs> So each each day they were taught words, and mm. apparently that when the when the Kellogg's realized the chimp wasn't like picking up speech, yeah, they would try to move its jaw a little bit to kind of oh, give it, give it da 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 <laughs> say da da, yeah yeah, and that's when and the tr- would... chimp freaked out and just tore their arms <laughs> off. I know, just just grab his jaw and move it in the shape of <laughs> mama mama. Uh, so after nine months, you gotta get of- that grant renewed. <laughs> if he doesn't say "mama" by six months, we don't get the next payment. Just put your fingers in his mouth. Just grab his tongue. Grab his tongue and make him 
Now, and then, now, and then blow, he, they, blow they, some they, air they, in there. Blow it ends up where all scientists go, where you end up shocking him if he doesn't do it right. Yeah, yeah. It's where it all say, goes. Say, say Kellogg. Say your last name. <laughs> I'm bringing out the cattle prod. Kellogg. 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 Get him over here. Get him out of the tree. Uh, so so after, after nine months, after nine months, what the Kellogg's realized is that uh, the chimp wasn't learning how to speak. Uh, English, but their yeah. baby was starting to sound like the chip. No, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, the so. baby's like throwing feces and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. What have we done? <laughs> so, so they stopped it because they were worried that their their son's acquisition of speech would be inhibited if he kept <laughs> hanging out around the chimp. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so, Jesus. Uh, two de- decades later, another uh, psychologist named Keith Hayes and his wife tried to raise a single chimpanzee because they thought that maybe what was wrong with the Kellogg's experiment mm. was that, well, there was a human baby in there mm. it, it, drawing focus. Yeah, <laughs> in, in, intimidated, intimidated yeah, the uh, yeah. chimpanzee. You know how it is when you're in a classroom and somebody's like picking something up quickly. or Right. You know. They answer every question and you just give <laughs> up. You're just like, whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so after six months, the Hayes actually taught the chimp to say, uh, use, well, they taught him to use table manners, which is oh, very important for a chimp. Jesus, my parents didn't do that. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I've seen you eat. I've seen you eat. Uh, and they also taught him four words. Cup, mama, papa, up. Jesus. <laughs> They wasted two half his vocabulary on mama and papa. <laughs> yeah, I know. And why cupping up? Like, what do you? That sounds very similar. Yeah, I don't. Why I think up? You, why not down? Yeah. Oh, up. I like, think, get in my arms, maybe. Like, yeah, hold me. Come up. Okay. Here. Come up. Here. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I think it's they just probably took whatever they could get. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you whatever know. you say, cup. He grabs that thing. There. Like, what do you say? What do you? Say? I think he said cup. You know, it's like I don't know. I yeah. Oh, no, say cup. <laughs> <laughs> and they describe up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. They say uh he he said the words in a horse stage whisper. Like like <laughs> Yeah. Jesus, that's spooky. Yeah. I don't want but a it's... chimpanzee running around. <laughs> da, da. Yeah. It's it's awful to me though because it's like their vocal cords aren't made for that. They're no. not supposed to be speaking English. What are you doing you know? to this poor animal? Hmm. Jesus. Yeah. And it's it's why? Why are you <laughs> being Let like Let me go. Let me go. <laughs> yeah, Do you hear out. that? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> He's about ready to lose it. Uh but I was thinking like an analogy would be if if someone forced me to go around like smelling dogs butts yeah, <laughs> trying to learn how to speak so dog funny. you so know what true. i mean so I mean, true yeah they'd be trying to get a lipstick to come out of your penis <laughs> it's not happening get the cattle brought get the cattle brought <laughs> what's wrong with him uh then in 1966 researchers alan gardner and his wife beatrix in Reno, Nevada, uh, they realized that, like, yeah, chimps don't really have the same vocal cords we do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to teach a chimp American Sign Language. Here we go. Yeah. Here we and go. And so they actually took a chimp named Washo, and uh, Washo learned about 250 words 
in sign language. Wow. And cigarette. Give me a cigarette. <laughs> cigarette. Cigarette. Beer. Yeah. Beer. 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 Cigarette. Cigarette. <laughs> Out. 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 Want to go out? Out. Cigarette. <laughs> beer. <laughs> over and over again. Bonobo. Give yeah. me a bonobo. Cigarette. Beer. Out. <laughs> he learned 250, but he only used four. Which <laughs> right. Beer. Cigarette. <laughs> bonobo. bonobo and out. Yeah. <laughs> Tissues. <laughs> pi- privacy. Tissues. Yeah. Privacy. <laughs> what's he saying what's he saying you know everybody gets quiet beer beer, beer he wants a cigarette beer. privacy yeah. tissues lotion <laughs> uh and hess says that the fact that what this you know the washoe proved though is that chimpanzees could communicate through a learned visual language and that basically became the bedrock of all of the other you know research Mm. on chimpanzees and language for the next, you know, 15 years. Wow. Um, And so then we get to the most famous uh, chimp project, and you've already kind of alluded to it, is Project NIM, which began Mm. in 1973. And and to give you some background, I first learned about Project NIM in an ethics class, in ethics and anthropology in in grad school. So it's, it's obviously there were some some problems or some questions that people oh. had about the, the ethics of project NIM. And basically uh, what project NIM was is that they were going to, there was a uh, psychology professor named Herb, Herbert Terrace at Columbia university in New York. And what he decided was that he was going to take a, a chimp and he was going to try to teach an American sign language, but he wasn't going to stop at, at just acquiring words. What Terrace wanted to see is like, could chimps actually make sentences? Mm-hmm. Could they put to use language? You mm-hmm. know, and and the idea was that um, it was exciting at the time, you know, back in the early seventies to say that because you know for years you know, hundreds of years, people had always thought that the difference between humans and animals was the use of language. Right. So if you could teach a chimp, an animal to use language, yeah, uh, then you would be kind of erasing that line between them. And that would have a lot of philosophical, a lot of scientific uh, implications for yes. people. Yeah. And, and the other thing that was important about uh, this project was it, it was a direct uh, challenge to Noam Chomsky, who was a linguist back in the 60s. And what Chomsky said was that uh, his basic idea was that only humans have this innate ability to create language. Mm-hmm. And and so Chomsky said that, you know, Chomsky. it, it, was, <laughs> it was called, it was called uh, uh, transformational generative grammar. And Chomsky said that without this underlying or innate structure of grammar, uh, there can be communication, but there can't be an actual language. Okay. And, and so, again, he said that it was only, Chomsky said it was only humans had that. And that's what set us aside, uh, apart from, from animals. So, Terrace, by naming the chimp Nim Chimpsky, <laughs> was actually. It was, like a, it was like an F you to know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
it, wow. from its very beginning, it was meant to be a, a nephew to Noam Chomsky. Like we're going to name the oh. monkey itself after, you know, yeah, as a pun on show, your name. Yeah. We're going to show how. Yeah. And uh, Hess in her book, she quotes the linguist Thomas Beaver who worked on the project NIM. And he said, quote, we were only going to know we were successful if we walked in one morning and Nim demanded a quarter to call his lawyer to get him out of <laughs> to get him out. <laughs> out. Out. He's just Let signing me like, out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of in another woman, a historian Erica Fedge said, if if we could hear them speak, we might not want to hear what they had to say. Damn straight. <laughs> so- this sucks. Yeah, yeah, get me out of here. I do not want to be here. Yeah. Uh, And there's a a 2011 film called Project Nim that was, uh, remember there was a movie several years ago called uh, Man on Wire? It was about a guy who was, it's the same director. Oh, really? Yeah, James Marsh. And in 2011, he did a, a movie called Project Nim, which goes in and interviews the people that were involved in Project Nim. And fascinating movie. If you get a chance, watch that because you it's all laid out and there's all wow. kinds of footage. And wow. Uh, but anyway, what they did, <laughs> it was essentially like bedtime for Bonzo. They went down to uh, the the Institute for Primate Studies in Norma, Norman, Oklahoma, which raises chimps. And they took a chimp away from its mother like after three or four days. Jesus. And to do it, they had to sedate the mother. Yeah. So you could see how tra- traumatic that was. Yeah. And they took the chimp and they flew it to New York and they gave it to a family uh, living on the Upper West Side <laughs> in a brownstone. <laughs> it was a wealthy family. Oh, uh, God. They had, uh, it was a, the couple had just married. So they each had kids from the prior, prior marriages. So there were seven kids in the house, four from one oh, marriage. Oh, my God. Why from that another? family? <laughs> yeah, I don't what, what does this mean? What, why? It's like the Brady Bunch, but with a chimp. Yeah. Wait, didn't the Brady Bunch have a chimp at one point? Did they? Did I they? don't know. I don't know. A lot of those shows did bring chimps in. Remember, or like, Friends had an episode with a with a yeah. monkey, and my friend who was a writer on it said it was a goddamn nightmare. Everybody <laughs> hated the monkey. <laughs> really? Yeah. They, uh, monkeys and chimps, they, they bite people a lot. And they were, yeah. I found an article where somebody had gone through and talked about all of the, uh, celebrities who had been bitten by monkeys. <laughs> That'd be a great coffee table book. Yeah. You know, yeah. Show each bite and who they were. Yeah. But it sounds awful. Like they're, they're unhappy. They don't want to be there. They yeah. do not want to uh-uh. be there, you know, but not like that pig on my show. That pig was happy to uh. be there. Wow. Pig was the sweetest <laughs> thing ever. We got to get you. We we need to pitch reboot of BJ and the Bear. With yeah, but with a pig. But with a pig. Half the episode, they're they're like hour longs and like thirty <laughs> minutes each episode. Of you trying to get that pig like lift lifted up and get it into your truck. Yeah, we just end up watching TV together. <laughs> Yeah, pretty soon we realize it's too hard to explain how you're getting that pig out of the truck. So we just, it's all just from from the bed or from the, the cab of the truck. You guys never leave. It's like my dinner with Andre, with you and the... Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of episodes with drive-in movies where we just park the truck and watch a movie together. Yeah, yeah. Going through a drive-thru to get a coffee or some hamburgers. 
tailgating uh, at a, a you know a football game. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what happened is uh, a couple of things. First of all, in, in one of the the grown children that had been in the house at the time, Chimp uh, Nam had come. She says in the film, "Well, none of us knew sign language." <laughs> so, <laughs> what the hell? This doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, that was the first problem. So the they basically just happen? Yeah, I think it's half baked. The professor was just like, "I'll take anybody who will agree to do it to, to do it." And one Jeez. of his former students said that she would do it. Yeah, she was a, that's a, how a it graduate student. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, so that was one problem. <laughs> so they just basically raised it as a pet. You yeah. know, like they tried to show it some things to sign, but yeah, but without anybody actually knowing how to sign, <laughs> <laughs> there was a problem there. Uh, and then also, uh, what they say is that as he started to get older, uh, Nim started to assert himself. Yeah, and, and so innately hardwired into chimps is this idea of trying to figure out who who the top person is, right? Right. And and so he, he immediately like disliked the father in yeah. the house. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and he would try to bite the father. He tried to keep the father away from the mother. Uh-huh. Just, just silverback. He's the he's the silverback. Right. He's the right. Yeah. And I think even the the mother at the time, uh, she says in the film that like she wasn't prepared for the wild animal in him. Oh boy. So again, it's like when they're little babies, they're really cute. You yeah. love them, <clears throat> but then they quickly get into adolescence, mm-hmm. and suddenly it's this like wild animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I I want to start my own uh, group, right? Right, my own community. And uh, Hess in her book says that taking care of young chimps requires endless reserves of nonstop energy. So they're Ugh. just going, 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 going. Ugh. Yeah. God. Thanks, Dad. Uh, Thanks for bringing this into my childhood. Yeah, not hard enough growing up on the Upper West Side. Yeah, bunch of yeah. dicks. Now I got to deal with a chimp too. Yeah. What are the children that they interview? She calls her mom by the mom's first name, and I always find that interesting yeah. when people do that. Yeah, that there's boy. something happened. Yep. Something happened. Yep. That you. It's not a mom to you. It's just another yeah. person. Karen. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then what's What's strange is that the the mother and the father, I guess, maybe to get Nim to calm down, they would share joints with him. And it's like you would never share a joint with a baby. <laughs> Wait, a weed? Baby. You mean weed? Yeah, weed. They smoke weed with him? Jesus, this weed. is a nutball experiment. <laughs> yeah. The wheels have come off the wagon. Yeah. yeah. My God. This is and like, I think it's worth it. Worse than Biosphere Two, <laughs> which we should also do an episode about. Oh, really? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, but I think maybe the father was just like, you know, God. At least he's not biting me. <laughs> just giving the bong. There's yeah, nothing. You know. <laughs> when in doubt, get a wild animal stoned. Yeah, yeah. At least he's not biting me. He's not, yeah. he's not attacking me. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the professor, uh, Herb Terrace, he then realized that, you know, I couldn't do, he says in the film, I couldn't, I realized I couldn't do good science in that environment. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
It's that kind of thinking that got you into Columbia. I'm fantastic. (laughs) So, so then he ends up, he, uh, he takes Nim out to a, uh, an estate that Columbia had been donated to Columbia. It was outside of New York city. It was this mansion with a bunch of acreage. And basically he, he said that, you know, if students wanted to work on it, on the project, they could get free room and board at this estate. Oh my <laughs> so, God. When so is this? Cool. Is this in the seventies? In the seventies. Yeah. yeah. See, this is like free love, crazy. Yeah. Nobody's, yeah. Yeah, nobody's doing anything. Yeah. And, and honestly, when you see the footage of it or the photographs, they all look like they, they you know, all the guys look like they w- were in the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, back right. in the Hey, Sunday, man, so. you want to go live with the chimp? What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. man, right? yeah. And so you just, I don't know, as I'm watching, I'm thinking like, there's probably a lot of sex, a yeah. lot of drugs. Yeah. You know, who knows? They were probably giving him LSD. I don't know. Nobody who said knows? that. But who yeah. knows? Of course they were. They gave everybody LSD. <laughs> so, and all you're thinking of like, God, I, it was probably smelled like patchouli and, uh-huh. and body oh. odor, you know. And nobody did the dishes at the mansion. Yeah. They just yeah. piled up. <laughs> and and so they said that you know all this time they were trying to che- teach Nim uh sign language but but then he would go down to Columbia for his sign language courses and then he would have to come back to this mansion uh outside of New York just to live just like any and, rich kid yeah yeah and uh another thing they said he started getting more uh sexual he became more aggressive and more sexual and he would sign the words for pull tickle when he was Whoa. trying to get when he was trying yeah. to get just like what somebody I was saying. To- <laughs> yeah. Lotion. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why does he keep saying lotion? And, the, and that's see. Fr- yeah. It's frightening, isn't it? Because it is. like now he's suddenly like a teenager who weighs 200 pounds. Yeah, and who can rip your head off. Yeah. yeah. Who's 10 times more powerful than a human and is saying pull tickle. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, so then it's, and another thing that was interesting at the time is apparently they gave him, uh, if you gave him uh, photographs of chimps and humans to try to sort out who was who, he always put his photograph in with, with the humans. Wow. So he was Aww. like unaware that he was a chimp. Poor you know guy. what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so again, in, 1977, he actually ended up biting a student or that was working on the project uh, severely. And when you uh, say severely, what do you mean? On the cheek. Oh. <laughs> on the cheek. And took out yeah. a piece of their cheek? Well, it severed the uh, – she she appears in the film, and so they must have done some good work. But she said it severed some, uh, some nerves in there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. This so, is what always happens. This yeah. is what always happens. Oh, and, and she said that, uh, or I mean, at the time they were also because they were Columbia was saying like, "Hey, maybe we need to cut some funding here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just so, stoners in a mansion with a monkey. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, were I'll uh, cut the funding, but they were trying to like sign deals with uh, children's television workshop, Sesame Street. Yeah, to kind of come out like, hey, like in the movies, you know, like, hey, it's a monkey living as a human. Isn't it funny? Uh-huh, we're going to put right. we're going to put a camera in there and just see what he does. 
But this was a monkey that was like starting to assert himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Jesus. And and so they realized there was no way to continue this project. So they sent him back to that place in Norman, Oklahoma. No and, way. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And there, you, you know deal he, with him. Yeah, he had never been in a cage before. So <sighs> suddenly now he does. He thinks he's human. You right. Know? Right. And so you send him back there and it's, it was bad. Like he was unhappy there. And then the place in Norman, Oklahoma, uh, he, he did make friends with one guy who was like this grateful dead in the movie. You see him and he's like this grateful dead fan who like used to take him out to get stoned with him. Of course. And, uh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I mean, and then became friends, you know, and actually that guy, when that place closed, in uh, I think it was 1985, they sold Nim off to like a medical experiment Jesus. to like one of those places. Jesus! And and that guy, the stoner guy, his smoking buddy, yeah, is the one that kept writing letters trying to get Nim free, trying to oh. get Nim out of there. And he eventually succeeds and gets Nim put in like this animal sanctuary down in Texas. Oh. Uh, but again, it's just this awful story of like, we took him away. He didn't know if he was human. He didn't know if he was chimp, uh, you know, and eventually we just return him, which is what they always do with all yeah. chimpanzees. Yeah. Because, and, and even uh, uh, the guy, uh, Herb Terrace says, you know, nobody keeps a chimp after five or six years old yeah, uh, because they just become too powerful. You can't. Yeah. You can't do anything yeah. with them. Well, they've done some horrible so, things around hmm. humans. You yeah. know, there have been some yeah. nasty, like, you know, hmm. they literally right. can rip people's faces off. Right. And and that's what, you know, you, you talk about chimpanzee attacks in, for example, in March 2005, there was that couple out in California, remember? Mm. Yes. And, and they had raised a chimp from a baby... A chimp named Mo, and then it, he got too big, or he attacked somebody, so they had to send him out to some chimp sanctuary outside wow. of L.A. And so they had gone out there with a with a birthday cake to celebrate oh. Mo's birthday. And two other chimps got out and saw Mo with that birthday cake, and like just flipped out. And those two chimps, uh, they were jealous, and they went and they attacked the couple. Oh, and the husband lost all of his fingers, an eye, part of his nose. Oh cheek, my god! Cheek and lips, part of his buttocks. They like ripped oh, off his buttocks. Oh my buttock. god! They just yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and his and those lips. <laughs> yeah, oh. they always go for the face. It's really yeah, they weird. Cause, yeah, because well, it makes kind of sense, you know. It's like you know you can rip it off and and get in there, yeah. and oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And in an article that was written about the that incident, uh, Deborah Fouts, who's the director of the Chimp and Human Communication Institute at Central Washington University, she says, quote, chimpanzees have a real sense of right and wrong and fairness and unfairness. Yeah. It sounds like people were showering a lot of attention on Mo yep. with the birthday cake and the like. And perhaps the other chimps were jealous of Mo. Yeah, the proving bet back to bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> yeah, they do yeah. have a sense of right and wrong, and they'll right. rip your fucking face off if right, you don't give everybody right. a cake. Right. Oh it's like, God. are you going to share that mo or not? You know, yeah. so it's we like... have our answer. We have <laughs> yeah. our answer. Turns out that it upsets them. 
when yeah. it's unfair. Yeah, but you you oh. nailed it right there. It's like, yes, they do have a sense of right and wrong, but it's a chimp sense of right and wrong. Yeah, right. It's not our sense of right and wrong. slightly different. They're not going to yeah. return the diamond necklace to the jewelry store. <laughs> They're going to rip your lips off. Yeah, it's just awful. I looked oh. through so many, I read so many articles on chimp attacks. And they're just it's always awful. the face. It's always the face. Yeah. They always yeah. go for the face. It, and they and do it just horrible kind of, things. It's just yeah. terrible. They're oh. just so, it's just part of them. Like, yeah, we're 98.8% genetically the same. Yeah. But but that 1.2% is what kind of leads us to kind of say big like. big deal. <laughs> the big deal that one point two. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's led us to where we are. So yeah, we're genetically similar, but but we're not the same. And I uh. think it's horrible when we it, it, and to me, it, ethically, I, I think to try to raise chimps as humans or even to to abuse. And we're not even talking about the abuse that chimps get. Like we say, when you're trying to vaccine research and things oh, like that, and you're being shot. Which is just, yeah, just horrible. You see some of those. Don't Google that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dear listener, don't do it. Yeah. But it, it's just like, we have an obligation. I don't know. Or like morally or ethically, we have to take responsibility and say like, hey, maybe that's not our right. Maybe we should. <laughs> yeah. Just let them be chimps. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's not shoot so. them up into space. Let's not put wires in their brains. <laughs> Let's not make them live yeah. with a bunch of hippies on a mansion. Right. I or even like that. the best case scenario, like Bubbles. <laughs> you know, Bubbles had his own bodyguard and was like flying around. Oh, and, Bubbles. Uh, and like slept in the same bedroom with Michael Jackson. But even still, when Bubbles got to be like five, he was too, yeah. like you couldn't have him in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, we can't have him around. Yeah. I just read where he turned like 40 and he had his birthday party, but they were saying that the Michael Jackson's estate still pays money to like maintain bubbles. Wow. Well, that's the least they can do after (laughs) what they did to him. (laughs) Jesus. Even he was probably smart enough to be like, man, there's something wrong. Yeah. (laughs) There's something wrong with this place. Just get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, so, John, I, I will say, though, uh, reading about all this sign language uh, and language acquisition reminds me of, remember when we first got to France after we'd been hitchhiking and you yes. went into town on your own? Yes, I did. To try to try to get shampoo. I needed remember? some shampoo. And I walked into a hair salon in Calais and uh, and I tried to, I touched my hair and I said, Shambibi, shambibi, shampoo, shampoo, hair, and the and the guy, uh, you know, rubbed my hair and he thought yeah. for a second. He went and got me a little tiny bottle, and it, it, I think I paid thirty five bucks for it. I paid all all the money you and I had. But I think so I brought back two bottles of wine too, didn't I? Yeah. Didn't I get some yeah. wine, or did you I get the you- wine? I thought you would, after you went to get the wine, you realized you went into a yeah. supermarket. Yeah. And you realized you had been ripped off. Yeah. Like all of our oh, money. That's had right. Gone. And I went back and I got the money back. That's right. I went back pissed off. And you like, had to mime it again. Yeah. You had to mime again. That and you keep in mind, to. I had super long hair. I was filthy. <laughs> you know, I'd been sleeping on the, you know, uh, hit quote unquote hitchhiking from London, which meant we walked basically to Calais. We woke up that morning in the in, 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 with yeah. a big 
pool of vomit that I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing came out of one of us, you know. Oh, God. Uh, I always like, if you would come back and said, like, hey, I just spent our last 35 bucks, but look what I got. It was this tiny little bottle of You would have killed me. <laughs> yeah, you would have yeah, ripped my I, face off. I'd be like the, those guys with the cake. I'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, Jim <laughs> would have come out. Yeah. And then I washed my, I think I washed my hair in the channel. Didn't we get in the channel? <laughs> I remember yeah, standing in the channel. Yeah, possibly. Oh, I don't know. It was awful. It was it awful. It was awful. Terrible. But that brought me back that you could communicate. You could I communicate did. Using... I did communicate. <laughs> yes, I found a way. And I, the way I got him to pay it back is I threw my own uh, poo at him until he gave me a refund. International. Yep. I was also surprised that they said uh, Nim used to sign, if, if he wanted the joint, <laughs> if he wanted them to pass a joint to him, it would be like Stone Smoke Now. Those yes. were the, signs, the three signs he would pass. Yeah, that's the same thing I would Stone say. Smoke. <laughs> Stone Smoke Stone Now. Stone Smoke Now. No, pass near the bong. They, they actually put, he was uh, in High Times Magazine, they actually did a story on it. <laughs> like, hey man, look, check out this chimp, he's cool. You yeah. Know? Oh man, so, yeah, it's oh. all, it's oh. all. All right, John. Wow, so... <laughs> you took us down an interesting road here. Really fascinating, and yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I went on this journey with you. Yeah, check out yeah. the movie. Check yeah. out the movie. Yeah, I, so. I might, I might check that out tonight. Actually. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. human number two, a primate, but not a, a, a chimpanzee. Right. Uh, signing exactly. off. And this is uh, human number one. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and maybe learned a little something about, <laughs> about the importance of 1.2% DNA. And uh, if you did, please tell a friend about it and be sure to check out our Facebook and our Instagram pages. Take John, care, everybody. Oh, my God. That was a good thank one. You for everything. Thank I'm you for have everything. a nightmare from this one. I think. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We love you. Talk love to you ya. later. Bye. Bye.